Nikki Fried uh, is the agricultural commissioner for Florida, right? So, you know, Florida has a massive medical marijuana market, right? They've got about 500,000, diff- I think 500,000 registered patients. Um, they've got, you know, True Leaf came out of that recreational, I mean, that, that medical market. Uh, and now a lot of companies are heading to Florida because it's such an amazing market. One, because the taxes are really good. Two, because um, there's a large population of people, but also within that, there's a large population of medical uh, marijuana patients. So you already have, you know, a, a for sure defined, you know, half a million potential, you know, customers. Um, so you know, in the future, Florida is going to be a really, really competitive state. Like the days of like True Leave, just kind of you know being able to like skate, not skate by or anything, but like you know, at one point they had like a sixty percent market market share, I think. And now it's down to like a little under fifty, I think, or something. I can't remember exactly what it is today, but uh, not not too long ago. And um, but yeah, it's Florida. Florida is going to be Florida's in play right now. Texas is not in play. Texas is going to be the really big one. That's going to be super interesting um to see play out but that's that's for the future really shout out to texas by the way (laughs) love my texas folk okay so this is kind of a hit piece not a hit piece but this is a argument right here against cannabis legalization for the most part um and we're gonna go through it really quickly but so they you know this is what reporters do they use they use different tweets and then they write a whole story off one tweet right so this was by Steve Stewart to March 21st, 2021. So title is Florida Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Fried, a former cannabis lobbyist who created a cannabis company with Fried's father, recently tweeted that. Wow, that's that, that seems like a conflict of interest to me a little bit. You know, I, I like Nikki Fried, but a former cannabis lobbyist who's financed a fiance, excuse me, not fiance, created a cannabis company with Fried's father recently tweeted that legalizing cannabis solves yeah that seems a little bit <laughs> well hey this means you know this means money is backing it right once you start to get your own people in political office now the conflict interest for sure yeah definitely is in my opinion but i mean she doesn't have the power to like legalize it but she will have the power to like regulate it so that's going to be interesting to me um okay so, but she tweets, legalizing cannabis solves lots of problems and creates none. And I don't like that statement personally either because um, it can create problems. I mean, it, it, they're, they're to, in, to almost anything, to, to a lot of different things, once, you know, doing a certain, certain thing has a consequence and, you know, a, a benefit and or just has consequences, whether they're, ne- whether they're negative or positive, right? Um, for the most, you know, so, and I, and I just don't, that's just, just such an absolute thing to say. And I don't, I don't think people should really say that to be honest, but that's just me. So Fried, so let's go into this article. So Fried's comment comes despite several reports that show increases in hospitalization and suicides due to legalization of marijuana. Also in 2019, a top U S government mental health official noted that it is time for Americans to understand there are substantial risks with marijuana. Okay. Like I said, guys, a little bit of a hit piece, to be honest. Um, and not like a hit piece. I, this is just an argument, I think, against cannabis legalization, right? But let, let's go, let's break it down. So Colorado, so a New York Times article from 2019 focused on the effects of legalization in Colorado. The article stated that while thousands, quote, make uneventful stops at dispensaries every day, new problems have surfaced in Colorado. Since marijuana legalization in 2014, quote, more people here are visiting emergency rooms for marijuana related problems and hospitals report higher rates of mental health cases tied to marijuana. 
Um, okay, so this is where this is where the data gets manip- This is where the data gets interesting. Okay, I'm sure that there has been an uptick in slightly with um, people visiting the emergency rooms for marijuana related problems, right? But at the same time, I would love to kind of understand the what's the back end look like when it comes to the to the um, the analytics when it comes to the data, right? Um, because this is where this is where all this is like with the details where it all gets blurred and it gets blurred it gets blurred for you know pro cannabis reasons it gets blurred for uh you know uh anti-cannabis reasons uh so we gotta be we gotta be kind of careful um so the study cited new york times show polls that the rates of hospitalization in colorado with marijuana related diagnosis codes increased from 274 per 100,000 hospitalizations in 2000 prior to any marijuana legalizations to 593 per so it went up it, it, it right around doubled right around there um a little under so it doubled from instead of 274 per 100,000 it doubled it went to 593 for every 100,000 after two years of recreational marijuana okay and my and my response to this right here is yes we need to educate people we need people to be safe but how do how do we weigh out the negative consequences of keeping cannabis legal or illegal to legalizing it because this is like one of the very few like more so what she should have said is legalizing cannabis solves tons and tons of problems and it creates a little to it creates a few creates a couple potentially but if you weigh them out and that's not what she should have said but if you weigh out the pros and cons the pros obviously vastly outweigh the negatives okay the cons right like we need to educate people but like a, 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 a you know a less than you know a less than two percent increase in hospitals you know uh, hospitalizations uh, uh, with connected to cannabis that, that 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 is not even in comparison to the ton you know the thousands of people that are thrown in jail every year right then you know their whole careers are destroyed then all of the money that people have to put into like legal legal bills um it's destructive it's destructive okay and at the end of the day that's like i'm not saying that you know the the pros outweigh that you know that 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 justifies those those negative aspects we need to acknowledge them and deal with them but if you look at what would what like if you had to pick one or the other, it would obviously be legalization. If we if we look at this in a somewhat legal uh, logical standpoint, in terms of just weigh the benefits to the negatives. Okay, and then the mental health. We get into the mental health stuff here, right? And this stuff is um. Uh, this is where this this is a, this is a real manipulation here. Okay, so she pointed so Miss Kant's cats, who's taught at Yale and Brown University. Um, she's also the Department of Health and Human Services top mental health official. Quote, this is not the government making up data. It's not making up data. We never, we never accused anybody of making up data. It's manipulating data though. Okay. And okay. So this is what she pointed to. So she pointed out that hospitalization, hospitalizations more than doubled for serious mental health disorders among 18 to 25 year olds nationally from 2012 to 2018. She cited a study in July that shows a 77% increase in suicide deaths from 2010 to 2015 among Colorado uh, 10 to 19 year olds with marijuana in their systems. Okay, so the suicide is I don't I don't really want to talk about because that, that that is 
that's sad. yeah I, I don't want to address that necessarily but when we I mean I'm gonna look at this more in depth the, the the this specific stat right here but I want to talk about the 18 to 25 year old range that you know they've seen serious mental health you know so that is typically the time period and I'm no doctor by anything I'm, not, I'm no expert so uh, um, please take that you know make sure <laughs> making sure everyone knows that right but my knowledge of this right typically when you know I had a friend recently actually go through through uh, this some so, you know one of these uh, mental health things but through from 18 or 17 to about 28 there is this time period where if a if a uh, person is predisposed um, genetically to certain uh, mental health problems um, whether like schizophrenia is probably one of the most common ones when it comes to what they're referring to here and that's that's actually what my friend had right he, he had a, he had his first schizophrenic break and, and it was it was definitely scary but you know he got that from um, I think he was taking mushrooms, right? Or he was taking, yeah, he's taking, I think that was what triggered it. But the point being that I'm trying to say though, is that these people are already predisposed to this and that any sort of psychoactive um, thing that they ingest or consume, right? That's what's going to trigger, you know, that mental, you know, those, those predisposed mental health issues, right? So, and I think there's a lot of things out there that could do that. So to say, just to pin it all on cannabis, I don't think that that's, necessarily like the, the fairest thing to do i think also um you know there's there's a number of other things that could trigger it so i think we need to look at it like that and 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 who and there's also things you never know like what what it could trigger it right and so there's not necessarily a direct correlative to it i know that i definitely think that people need to that that are that know that they have like let's say their father or their mother you know they have they had they have schizophrenia or something then I think those people, they probably shouldn't consume cannabis, to be honest, or they should be really careful. But that is less than 1% of this, like, you know, the country, very less than that, right? So overall, right, we see that they're, they're really pointing to, I just don't like these kind of arguments, but, you know, the 77% increase right here with these deaths, I, I'm going to I'm gonna look into this more, okay? Because I, I want to look into this more, and I will definitely do a video on that, because that's it, that's... Um, yeah. So, alrighty. Well, there we have it, guys. Um, how's everyone doing? I'm gonna check out the chat. What's popping with y'all? What's popping? It's failing bad. Oh, are you talking about uh, canopy growth? 